We'll begin today the Gemara on the bottom of Daf, Mem Vav Omid Beis, the last line. The Gemara here is in the middle of a story that it brought regarding Elisha. Elisha was in the city of Yerichai, and there in Yerichai, the Gemara is still going to bring the Psukim about this, the water there was not drinkable. So he came to the city and he gave them a bracha and the water became sweet again. But what happened was there were people there in the city that made a living out of providing water for the people of the city. They brought water, so for them they lost their whole parnasa. Because now the people had the water there in the city. So when Elisha left the city, there were these young lads that ran after him and were antagonizing him and screaming at him, you took away our parnasa. So because of this, Elisha was makpid, he was upset about this, and he looked at them, and this curse, when he looked at them, caused that a miracle happened, and two bears came and attacked these children that were antagonizing him. That's the story. So the Gemara here brings the Pasuk that describes what happens. What happened? The bottom of Daf Memvav Omid Beis. Okay. Okay, right at the end. Two bears came out of the forest. And they split open, they killed 42 children. So what exactly happened here? So there's an argument about this, as the Gemara Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel argued, Chadomar Nes. One opinion is that one miracle happened here. And Vachadoma, another opinion is Nes Betoich Nes. There was one miracle within another. What does this mean? Mandoma Nes, the one that says there was one miracle here. Yar Havet, there was a forest in that area. Doivim Loi but there was no beers there. So the miracle was that beers came out of this forest. Mandoma Nes Betoich Nes, the opinion that says there was a miracle within a miracle. Loi Yar Havet, Loi Doivim Havet. There was no forest and there was no beers. And the miracle was that Hashem created both. There was a forest now and beers. This is the source of the saying. People says, this, this expression that comes from this Gemara here, that this is the tremendous miracle that happened there. Frek the Gemara on this opinion here, if the miracle here, the point was to punish until these children got killed, so it would be enough if the beers would come and with no forest. Why was the a double miracle here? And it says, the Gemara de Beisi. So they, they are afraid. Now she says this refers to the beers. That if there would just be beers, but no forest, nature of the beers is, they're afraid of human beings. They go out of the forest and they see human beings, they're actually afraid. So, but in the forest though, their place, they're not afraid. So they've created the beers and the forest, so they shouldn't be afraid to attack these children. That's the Pshad Rashi says. The Marsha says, Be'isi goes on the children. That if there would be just a, 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 the beers without the forest, so then the children would see these beers coming from a distance and they would run away. So they wouldn't be attacked. But because there was a forest there, so they couldn't see the beers anymore. Amar Abchanina, says, It was because the 42 Karbonis that Balak brought, when he brought Bilam to curse the Yidin, and then the Pasuk there says that he brought Karbonis, and he brought 42 Karbonis, and so in that schar, or in the schus of that, what happened is, he got a certain reward for what he did. These 42 children got killed by these bears. So even though the story that it says in Navi is about Elisha, that it was, because, it was because he got upset at these children, but really the source of how this was able to happen, it was because of the 42 Karbanis that Balak brought. Frek the Gemara. Jewish children? Yes, of course. Is this true? Was this what happened as a result of the Karbanis that Balak brought? We find elsewhere that it says something else happened as a result. Rav said in the name of Rav. A person should always occupy himself in learning Torah and fulfilling mitzvahs. Even if it's not for the sake of the mitzvah. 
Because from doing it not for the proper reason, you will come to do it for the proper reason. And there's a famous pshat that the Rebbe would always say that the toich inside the shaloy lishma, there is a proper, the, the, the toich is already there because the Yid B'Pnimius wants to do the mitzvah. And, we, and so where do we learn this from? Because Shebizchar, Arboim, Mishnayim, Karbanis, Shehikriv, Balak, as a reward for these 42 Karbanis that Balak brought, Melech Moev, the king of Moev, Zacha, Biyatsam, Imenu, Rus, he merited, and one of his descendants was Rus, Shiyatsam, Imenu, Shleime, and Ashleime was a descendant of Rus, Shekasuk Bey, and regarding Shleime Melech, the Pasuk describes when he brought the Karbanis in the first place of Mikdash, Elef, Oilis, Yale, Shleime. Shleime Melech brought a thousand Karbanis. Now, where do we see that Shleim HaMelech was a descendant of Rus? So that, I mean, that we know that Shleim was a descendant of Rus because he was David HaMelech's son. But where do we see that Rus was a descendant of Balak? Mm-hmm. Rus is a daughter of Eglain. Who was Eglain? Benoishel Balak, the son of Balak. That's who he was. So what do we see over here? The reward for Balak bringing the 42 Karbanis was what? That Shleim HaMelech, his great-great-grandson, brought what? A thousand Karbanis in the base of Mikdash. Not these 42 children that got killed here. Answers the Gemara, both are true. When he brought his karbanis, what was his desire? His desire was for the negative, to bring a curse upon the Eden. Mm-hmm. Right, so when he wanted to bring that curse, he brought karbanis along with it. So the Eivish even gave him a schar for what his intention was. That the klala materialized later regarding these 42 children. Now the Gemara brings the story there when Elisha was in the city, when Yerichai, Vayemru Anshi Yeir al Elisha, the people in the city said to Elisha, Hine na Moshe Vayir Taif, that city, living over here in this city is very good, Kasha Adoni Raya, as you can see, Vigaymer, but then the passage there goes on to say that, but the water is bad, Vamayim Raim Vayaritzim Shakelas, the water here is very bad and people over here can't live it, they die here. So the Gemara asks, if the water is not drinkable, it's bad water, some people die there. So why are they telling Yeshua, uh, sorry, Elisha, that is, that it's good to live here? From here we see that the grace of a place is upon the people living there. People live in a place, even if it's a terrible place to live in, but it finds grace. There's, it is sort of a favor of grace in people's eyes. And in connection to this, the Gemara brings, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, There are three different kinds of grace. The grace of a place is upon the people living there. The grace of a wife is upon her husband. And also when you buy something, the person that buys it, so it, it finds favor in his eyes because he bought it. Actually, some, some say this Gemara refers to a place or a wife, or an item that you're buying before you buy it, that you sort of convince yourself that this is good, and therefore you go ahead and do it. And some say that it refers to after you're living there, or after you're married, or after you buy it. That's when you, you already have it, so you sort of convince yourself that it's good. Three different illnesses. Chola Elisha, Elisha got ill. Echad, one was a result of the fact, that he was the one that, it, that instigated this this uh, curse or this uh, punishment on these children, that these bears came and attacked them. So he was punished for this and he got sick. Another time was, he rejected, he pushed away Gechazi, which was one of his servants, and he pushed him away with two hands. The mother will soon bring the story. And then the final illness was when he passed away. Shanama, we see in the Pasuk, Ve'elisha, Chola, so that says once, he got sick. Then it says, Es his sickness, that's another time. And then it says, Asher Yom is boy, when he passed away, that's a third time. So here the Gemara brings the story. 
Tanner Abanim Adat Nebraise, Lo'olam, Tehei, Smoil, Deiche, V'yamin, Mekareves. A person should always use his left hand. The left hand is the weaker hand. To push away, to reject. There's a time when a person has to discipline or push away, but that should only be with the left hand. V'yamin, Mekareves. And with the right hand, he should embrace and he should bring closer. So in other words, the, the, the stronger Kayach should be to be Mekarev, to bring closer. That's why it's with Yamin. That everyone's discussed, Barich is the Lashon of this Gemara here, because on one hand, the Gemara seems to be saying the point that, yes, it is necessary to use Smoil and Deicha and Yamin Mekareves, but the Gemara still says Smoil Deicha first. Why does it say Smoil Deicha first before the Yamin Mekareves? If Yamin Mekareves is more important, the Yamin Mekareves should come first. So the Rebbe says, Enechanami, the truth is, Yemim Mekarevis does come first. When a person wants to teach or educate, the very first thing is, you have to create an opening. You have to open up the person's mind that you're talking to. Otherwise, there's no channel to communicate or teach anything to him. When the Gemara says, it's referring to after you already have that introduction to open up the student, then in the actual teaching itself, so the student has to sort of be mevatel himself, to close down his own personal ideas and to listen. That's sort of a small deichet, that he has to be mevatel himself, and then comes in mimikarevis, then you can teach him. You can look, this is a Nasikha in Pesach, and Chelek Yitzayin, the Rebbe explains this parichas there. Vaita, so the Gemara says, where is the source for this idea? Loika Elisha, Shadachva legechazi bishtei yadav, unlike what Elisha did, that he rejected gechazi, his servant, with two hands. And also, like Yeshua ben Prachye, and not like Yeshua ben Prachye, he pushed away one of his students with two hands. So in our Gemara it says, but this is after the censors took out who the student was. It used to say before that in the Gemara, Yeshu HaNaitri. Okay, going on Yeshu HaNaitri, but the Taisus Arasha, I believe, says over here that this does not refer to Yeshu HaNaitri that we know of, because he was at the end of the second base of Mikdash in a much later time. And here, the Gemara is going to bring about Yeshua ben Prachia. Yeshua ben Prachia lived much earlier, in the, towards the beginning of the second base of Mikdash. And therefore, this Yeshua Noitri here is not the same Yeshua Noitri that was later. Okay, so what's the story with Elisha? Elisha Mahi. When did Elisha reject and push away his student Gechazi that he ended up leaving? Save the Pasuk says. Okay, so the Gemara here doesn't bring the whole story, but there was a uh, Goyesha general. His name was Naaman. They got very sick. He was a Metzayre. And he came to Elisha to heal him. And Elisha healed him. And then he asks Elisha, do you want me to pay you for this that you healed me? So Elisha says, I don't want anything from you. What happened? So when this Naaman, his name was, when this Naaman left from Elisha, so his servant, Gechazi, ran after him and said, that give me this, give me that. So Naaman says, who, for whom am I giving this? So he says, my, 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 my master, Elisha, changed his mind. He said he, want, he does want pay, he does want reward for healing you. Right? So he basically deceived mm-hmm. this Naaman, speaking in the name of Elisha, saying, give me all these things. So Vayoyme Naaman, so this general, this, this guy, Naaman, says to Gechazi, Elisha's servant, Hoyel, swear to me that your teacher sent you, your, that Elisha sent you, and kach, and take for yourself kikarim, Loaves of bread, or kikotim maybe means, uh, how do they translate it over there? Kikotim means, uh, again, kikotim, he says in Nuxiv, another postage it says, okay, so now, later on, what happened? Gechazi came back, you have the translation of me? And, and he, not my spirit accompany you when the man. That's later on. Okay, okay. So now Elisha says to oh, take two talents of silver. Silver, silver. Okay, okay. You told him take uh, take silver, right? 
Okay, so now Elisha says to Gechazi, what happened over here? What did you get from him? Do you think that my heart does not realize what you did, did not go with you and realize what you did? When this man, this Naaman, turned to you from his wagon, is this the time for you not to go and take the silver? And you went and you took from him begodim, clothing, vizesim, olives, kromim, vineyards, tzayin, sheep, bakar, and cattle, and servants and maids. All these things that you took from this Naaman and you asked him to give you. So in other words, Elisha was very upset at him. What did you do? You went and told him in my name that he should give you all these things. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the story that happened over there. But now the Gemara asks on the, on the details that it says here. You look before, what does it say? Gechazi told Naaman, give me kikarim, which was silver. Give me, give me silver. But then when Elisha was screaming at Gechazi, he's telling him, you took all these things. But it, we don't find that he took all these things. Did he take all these things from him? Kesef or begadim or the shakal. If you look in the pasuk before, all these, it says he took from him was silver and clothing. He didn't take all these things that the pasuk says over here. So now, if you count the number of things that it says that Elisha was screaming at Gechazi that he took from him, it, took, he took, it, it counts over here eight different things. Mm-hmm. Why? So what's the significance of him saying to him that you took all these eight things? Mm-hmm. Um, Rabbi Yitzchak, so Rabbi Yitzchak explains, in that time, Elisha was teaching his students, including Gechazi, the Gemara, the Sugya that discusses the ideas of Shmaina Shratzim. There are eight different Shratzim that cause Tome. He was teaching him that Allah. So Amalai, what he was hinting to Gechazi is Russia, wicked one. Higia Ace Little The time has arrived for you to get the reward of your learning Taira, this sugya of Shmainitzratsim here in this world. So the eight things is a reward corresponding to the Gemara or the idea that you're learning then about Shmainishratsim. A Russia gets this reward in this world. Mm-hmm. And after he gets his reward in this world, then he's punished in in in, 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 in Gehenna. So that's what he was telling. Gechazi, you're going to get your reward for learning here in this world, and then you're going to be punished. Hmm. Now it says over there, what was talking the punishment that happened to Gechazi? Tzaras Naman. That Tzaras that Naman originally had, will now be connected to you and your children forever. Hmm. And then the Pasuk there later says, There were four men that became a Tzaran. Who were these four men?